You're so spicy right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is going to go great. <laughs> Michelle is very worked up. That's just very unrelated. Also, oh, the Huskies did such a good job all year and then couldn't pull it off. They just... And that sucked. It wasn't the end of the season that they wanted. No. But they still not. went to the national championship. Absolutely. So that was great. Yeah. And they have a lot to be proud of. And I have lost a bet now. Oh, no. Damn it. Oh, well. (laughs) I bet either way you'd win. True, because I owe somebody dinner, and that means that I get to go out to dinner. (laughs) means that I have to pay for it. Yeah, but it's someone you'd like to have dinner with. Sure. There you go. Okay. This is Prosecco Theory. (laughs) And I won't be mad the whole time, I promise. (laughs) Well, it depends on what comes up. (laughs) That's true. Although this is a fairly funny topic, so hopefully... It won't be anger-inducing. You might even experience a Freudian slip or two. I usually do. your mind is kind of clicked in on something else right now. That's right. Yeah, we want to talk about Freudian slips. I feel like it happens to me all the time. Oh, my God. I misspeak constantly. My 14-year-old and I are always laughing about the shit that comes out of my mouth because it's not what I meant to say at all. But the difference between just randomly saying something you didn't intend and a Freudian slip is the thing that you actually say is coming from something that you are thinking about or you really mean or whatever. Mine are mostly just weird fuck ups, not so much the unconscious seeping out. We'll get into all that. I don't think that counts as a Freudian slip. I know, I know, but it's it's still funny. Like last night we were eating soup dumplings. Because we are the proud new owners of a bamboo steamer and a lot of soup dumplings in our freezer. And so we've been making them and they're delicious. And we have to wait longer than we'd like to eat them because they're very fucking hot. Okay. I was trying to say something along the lines of, I can't put that in my mouth yet because it's too hot. (laughs) But I said that I couldn't put it in my house (laughs) instead of put it in my mouth. And then I started calling my mouth a food house. (laughs) I mean, you're not wrong. I know. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. Good thing your house has a slide down to your stomach. (laughs) (laughs) My food house sure does. I had a Freudian slip at work the other day. I said something. It was the end of the day and I was tired and I was trying to say, I'm thinking. Somebody asked me a question and I paused for a minute and I said, I'm thinking. But what I actually said was, I'm drinking. (laughs) And then I was like, "Uh, sorry, that's what I wish I was doing. And then I was like. Less thinking, more drinking. And we decided that should be a shirt. (laughs) What else? I have, of course, now that we're talking about this, I can't remember all the shit that I've said that's been wrong and so funny. And again, they're not necessarily Freudian, but one of my favorites that I still say to my kids, because we were walking to the bus stop when my eldest was kindergarten or first grade and chattering away, but it's early in the morning Mm -hmm. and I'm trying to be like, shush, man, you know, (laughs) talking. Right. And I said, don't be too loud. People are probably still screaming, (laughs) (laughs) which is not correct, but (laughs) But that's a lot of laughter. The talking felt like to you in that moment. Right. Yeah, maybe. So let's talk about what this is. Like how it's actually defined. Yeah. Do you have it in front of you? No, I don't. Okay. I do. I have notes. Weird. (laughs) Weird. So there's an actual word. It's called parapraxis. 
and it refers to an error in communication or memory that Freud believed reveals desires and urges from your unconscious mind. And it originated from his 1901 book, The Psychopathology of Everyday Life, where he wrote that speech blunders are the result of a, quote, disturbing influence of something outside of the intended speech. I have a question about the word disturbing. Disturbed as an interrupted or disturbed as like concerning? Not concerning. I think it means literally interrupted, disrupted. Got it. Right. Okay. But yeah, he didn't call them Freudian slips. That would be a weird thing for him to just decide to coin. Really arrogant. (laughs) I think Freud was pretty arrogant. He called them, and I'm not going to be able to say this, (laughs) Felistungen. Ask your phone to do it. It's a lot of letters in this word. Let's see. (laughs) It's funny how big your eyes got when you tried to read that. (laughs) Let's see what it says. (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) It's clearly a conjugation. So, Felistungen, <laughs> the gen part at the end must be a conjugation of it because this doesn't go that far. But, and it's German for faulty actions. Anyway. Okay. So, how did we get from that very technical definition to people just calling it a Freudian slip? Well, I don't know specifically, but I know that now, you know, modern era, it's often assumed to have sexual undertones, mm-hmm. but it's not necessary for it to be considered a Freudian slip. It just needs to be something that has been in your unconscious or subconscious or whatever. But likely people are associating it with Freud because of his work on psychosexual development. Oh, okay. Right. So, well, associating the sexual part of it anyway. But yeah, what causes that? According to this article from Mm verywellmind.com, repression is one thing that can cause a Freudian slip, like a stressful or traumatic memory that's triggered by some kind of cue in your environment. Yes. Avoidance, which is kind of another form of repression. Like if you don't want to deal with something, you're avoiding it, and then you accidentally say something relating to that. Yeah. It's clearly in the back of your mind. I saw another article refer to that as suppression. Thought suppression. Yeah. You're just shoving something down, pushing it away, but it's, you know, still close enough to the surface. That Right. Uh, language processing. Mm-hmm. The way that people edit themselves before they speak. Hopefully. <laughs> not, not everyone does Yeah, that. we all know those people who don't. <laughs> There's a theory that maybe your process of editing failed and something slips out before your like brain could catch it and edit it. I mean, that happens to me all the time. (laughs) Yeah, I think the most common one associated with the Freudian slip is, you know, like unconscious desires or unrealized feelings. Mm -hmm. I'm in love with that person and they don't know. Like whatever. Ross was getting married and he said Rachel at the altar. Exactly. Good example. (laughs) Yeah. And then memory errors that are often related to like sleep deprivation, anything that can fuck with your working memory Mm -hmm. and like make you a little slower. I always think maybe something that you desire, like when I said drinking instead of thinking. Right, exactly. (laughs) Like something that you're wishing for. Yeah. It's going to creep its way in there. And then the last thing I wrote down was distraction. Your attention is diverted. You're very distracted. And so your focus is split. Your attention is split, you know? Mm -hmm. So what do you mean in that case? Like whatever comes out is related to whatever's distracting you could be yeah. what your focus is really on mm-hmm. okay yeah let's throw out some good examples let's do it i have some famous examples 
or I guess examples from famous people. There are some pretty funny ones, actually. It's embarrassing enough to do it when you're just chatting with somebody or like on a work call, but to do it in public, if you're a famous Uh, figure. Yeah, you know, in front of a nation or the world. So apparently, during a televised speech on education, Senator Ted Kennedy was trying to say, our national interest ought to be to encourage the best and brightest. But instead, he accidentally said breast. And apparently... (laughs) His hand was even cupping the air as he said the word breast. (laughs) Sounds like a Kennedy. (laughs) Right. So that happened. (laughs) I like this one, too. In 2014, Pope Francis was giving a sermon at the Vatican, and he accidentally used the word cazzo, which can translate to either penis or fuck. (laughs) This is the Pope, remember. There's that repression. Yeah. Rearing its exactly. Instead of saying the word caso, which means example. (laughs) Oops. That is a good example of what repression can do for you. It breeds no good things. Yeah. Here's another while we're on political figures. In twenty twenty two, former President George W. Bush condemned the invasion of Russian military forces in Ukraine by saying The decision of one man to launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. I mean, of Ukraine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Georgie boy. Might be time to hang it up. (laughs) And then another one is from 2017, Savannah Guthrie, who was on the Today Show. She was one of the hosts, and Mm -hmm. she still is. When she came back after being on maternity leave, she referenced her time away In an example of sleep deprivation of moms versus dads, she meant to mention her husband, Michael Feldman, but instead referred to Matt, confusing her husband with her co-host, Matt Lauer, which is real weird now. I know, right? (laughs) Um, Whose baby is that? Whose (laughs) baby? Speaking of the Today Show, apparently when Amanda Seyfried was on there to promote Ted 2... Co-host Willie Geist accidentally described her character as titsy rather than ditzy. (laughs) Yeah. Could be right. Um, And then, (laughs) this is funny, at a dinner party in D.C., I don't know when this was, but Condoleezza Rice, who was then the National Security Advisor to President Bush, so obviously during his administration, stated, as I was telling my husband, as I was telling President Bush. <laughs> Whoa. Um, oh, boy. Yikes. There's a lot of really funny shit on like Reddit and oh yeah, other social media about Freudian slips. Do you have some there? Yeah, I'll share a few. I have a few as well. Okay. A lot of people talk about ending calls at work by <laughs> saying I love you. Yeah. <laughs> Especially, I bet that got really bad as people were getting more used to talking to family on Teams or Zoom or whatever during the pandemic. Right. Because normally, you wouldn't have that much interaction, Mm -hmm. I would think, with Mm -hmm. people you love on a computer screen. I mean, I guess there's a lot of people whose family lives far away and they do that. But just generally speaking. (laughs) (laughs) I like this one. This gal said that she told her manager to say please when she asked her to do something. (laughs) She's like, it was a total mom reflex. But I'm sure there are a lot of people that would like to look at their manager or anyone else that tells them to do something at work and be like, sure, say please. I say that to friends sometimes. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Typically, they're not telling me to do something or asking me to do something. But if I hear them do it to somebody else, then I'll be like, please. (laughs) 
this other gal while we're in this vein said, mm-hmm. I work in childcare and also an office. <laughs> One time at the office job, everyone was heading out for lunch and I said, everyone go try to use the bathroom before we go. <laughs> <laughs> I have one here that says, I was sitting in the college library, sitting down for a while as one does, and my ass and legs got kind of numb. I walked around a little. The librarian asked me if I was looking for anything, and I said, I'm just spreading my legs. (laughs) I meant to say I was just stretching my legs. This memory will haunt me forever. (laughs) This is kind of weird. One time I was at a new job in a fast paced kitchen. We were hustling to prepare some deliveries and I was complaining to my new boss about some aspect of the job I was struggling with. In a very genuine, kind, fatherly voice, he said, I know, baby. (laughs) I felt weirdly comforted. The conversation continued without missing a beat. Oddly enough, it did not become an awkward moment, even though I'm a man in my 30s. (laughs) And (laughs) he was an easily 50 year old dude I had just met. It became obvious to me in that instant. He must be a great dad. Aw. Hmm. Oh, well. <laughs> or it could be something else. I don't know. Aww. Oh, my God. I know, baby. Please say that at work to somebody. I probably have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I've said much more inappropriate things yeah, intentionally. For sure. This one says, I was working at Starbucks in 2005. My then husband and son came in to get coffee. When I called out for a customer's frap, I yelled, Crappuccino. My son, who is now 29, (laughs) still says it that way. Let's see. All right. This says, this happened to a co-worker years and years ago. We were tellers (laughs) at a local bank. Every Christmas, we had tiny candy canes to give to the kids of customers. I remember being a teller in college and giving kids candy canes. One, One guy came through with this. His kids or his candy canes? His kids. Okay. With his transactions, he had cash back. Teller one was helping him. She proceeds to give him cash in a $100 bill and the candy cane for his kid. He looks at her and says, can I have that broke? (laughs) (laughs) Megan loves it. (laughs) He says, can I have that broken up? She then proceeds to bash the candy cane to a (laughs) pulp with my stapler. Oh, God. What a fucking idiot. Okay. <laughs> Bash the candy cane to a pulp with my stapler and gives it back to him. Teller 2 just looked at her after the dude said, thanks, and, <laughs> and drove off and said, I think he meant the $100 bill. <laughs> oh, my God. Could you imagine watching this person take your stapler and just bash up the candy cane. Oh, God. Folks, the amount that we just had to cut out of Megan losing her shit and not being able to read. Oh, God. I don't know why it was so funny to me, but it's great. You go now. Okay. See if I can get through this. I was at the airport and was going through TSA. Apparently, I was walking the wrong direction, and the TSA worker asked, where do you think you're going? I was like, Boston. (laughs) Probably the most embarrassing moment of my life. Oh, fuck. That's funny. Oh, my God. (laughs) Here's one. I have two female dogs, and I've slipped up and said good girl to coworkers and people (laughs) I was supervising. (laughs) (laughs) This is funny. It says, after we went to Pound Town, haha. Okay, frat boy. I was handing my girlfriend 20 bucks to get some breakfast, but I didn't actually say anything. So she stood there, death staring me, <laughs> took me 
me a moment to realize what I'd done. Got the gut feeling that I was going to get the smack of the year and managed to explain myself in a panic. And then she laughed it off. Not me. Her menacing aura will be forever burned in my memories. (laughs) Here's one. When I was 10, I was in a group for the smart kids. I had to do a project on migrating birds. So I made an all singing, all dancing poster board and presentation. This is the 1970s. The title on my poster board was Menstruating Birds of Southeast America. (laughs) (laughs) Is it supposed to be migrating? Yes. Oh my god. That just reminded me. I fucking forgot about this. When I was probably 10, 9 or 10, our family went to like a friend's house for dinner and they had kids mine and my brother's ages and there were some other kids there. I don't know if other families were there. I can't remember, but there were like four or five girls my age and we decided to make a commercial for an optometrist. Okay. Perhaps we were trying to say optician. But what we ended up saying was that we loved going to the obstetrician. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, dear. There are a ton of examples of what Ted Kennedy did breast with best, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. Also, I've seen a lot, especially with science teachers on TikTok, talking about having to really practice saying the word organism. So they don't say orgasm. Yeah, in front of their class full of middle schoolers or whatever. Mm -hmm. I like this one. Speaking of teaching, this guy was teaching a class full of adult healthcare professionals and said, okay, let's take a 10 minute break because daddy needs to tinkle. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. This is funny. I had a coworker who I didn't even know was religious up until this point and a voicemail with, in Jesus's name, amen. Then look over at me mortified after she hung up. (laughs) Did you know that you can buy a slip with Freud's face on it? It's a Freudian slip. (laughs) (laughs) This guy says, I got LASIK on my eyes, had surgery scheduled on Wednesday. My boss then scheduled a staff meeting for my surgery time. I replied that I couldn't make it because I was scheduled to get late at that time. (laughs) (laughs) I followed up with a correction and we had a good laugh. (laughs) You gotta love an office where it's okay to make that kind of gaffe. I think there are a lot of mistakes that happen because of autocorrect. Oh, dear. You know, when people are texting. Uh-huh. But then I always wonder, like, doesn't it pick a word that you type frequently? Um, not always. <clears throat> I used to make myself almost sick because I was laughing so hard <laughs> looking at, like, when Fuck You Autocorrect first came out. They're so stupid, but they just made me so happy. (laughs) I feel like I should just read them now rather than try to recount them without remembering. Although I think autocorrect is clearly different. If it is autocorrecting to a word that you use a lot, then it could be more in the category of a Freudian slip. My my ex-husband years ago, in like the first or second generations of iPhone, every single time he started a word AS, it would like autofill ass to mouth. (laughs) that is definitely an autocorrect based on something that's used frequently yeah autocorrect doesn't just put ass to mouth to be clear not because that's something we were doing Mm -hmm. okay while you're looking at your autocorrects i have to read this one to you okay i usually dress business casual for work polos khakis rock ports 
but occasionally I have to wear a suit and shirt and tie. On these days, I cannot drop into a retail outlet after work because I will certainly be taken for an employee and someone will demand to know where I keep the gluten-free oatmeal. On one such occasion, it couldn't be helped. I had to stop into Home Depot after work for something. Naturally, a woman marches up to me asking me where the garden tools were. As it turns out, we were only a dozen feet or so away from an end cap of implements. Two women of a certain age were standing by them. Spotting the end cap, I walked towards it saying, I don't see the rest of them, but the hose are right here. <laughs> I would like to report that the earth opened and swallowed me up then. Sadly, I was afforded no such mercy. <laughs> to be honest, it's possible no one caught my gaff as no one reacted. I'm going to call that one a freebie. <laughs> So all these fucking autocorrect sites, like, I have to imagine some of these are staged, you know? <laughs> but they're still very funny. Yeah. I'm trying to find my favorite. I don't know. If it's <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. I promise this is the last one I'm going to read. Okay. Last year, my algebra teacher told the class one of his dogs had an operation and is coming home Friday afternoon. He asked the class if anyone knew a good place that could watch his dog this Friday and over the weekend because he wanted to focus on taking care of his other dog. I volunteered to watch his dog and he dropped it off at my house Friday morning. My teacher then drove me to school. His dog was really cute. It was an eight-month-old Cocker Spaniel puppy. I had a blast playing with him and trying to teach him how to roll over. He was running around all over the place and sliding around on the hardwood floor. So cute. My teacher picked him up Sunday night and I was sad to see him go. When I walked into his class Monday, he said, thank you. And he asked, how are you doing? I sat down at my seat and said, I'm a little tired from playing with your cock. <laughs> I didn't realize what I said until one of my classmates hit me on the arm and said, do you know what you just said? <laughs> and I said, oh, damn it. Why did I say that? Fuck. Everyone at school kept teasing me about it. And a rumor started. Then the vice principal and principal met with me and talked to my parents to make sure everything was okay. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Do you have some good autocorrects? Yes. So this is the one I was looking for. <laughs> it's just somebody texting saying, can you pick me up some more boobsicles? <laughs> no, I meant boobsicles. <laughs> boobsicles. God donkey. <laughs> and the person replies, so that's three orders of boobsicles and one holy donkey. Anything else? <laughs> I, there's one. I can't find it here, but it, I love it. It's like roommates texting and someone's just got home and they're like, what are these gummy bears doing on the counter? And the other person's like, don't touch them. They're masturbating. <laughs> they're like, what? And she goes, marinating. I'm making vodka bears. <laughs> There's just so many good ones. What you up to? Nothing. Just cleaning mom's vagina for Thanksgiving. <laughs> what? I tried to type China. Ah. Are you feeling better today? Yes. My mom gave me some of her robust bottom and I slept for like 12 hours. <laughs> I don't know how to reply to that. Cool story, bro. Was <laughs> that supposed to be Robitussin? It says, okay, I swiped Robitussin and it changed it to Robust Bottom. <laughs> oh, I will say the whole like swipe texting thing oh, yeah. does get a little crazy. I never went there. <laughs> no. Hi, this is Randy. I saw your penis for sale on Craigslist. Is it still available? <laughs> if so, I would like to come and take it for a test drive sometime tonight. Hi, Randy. I'm selling my Prius. Is that what you meant? <laughs> Oh, he says, yes, apologies, new phone. And the guy says, well, it's Craigslist. You never know. <laughs> Hi, Aunt Liz. Are you still going to pick us up at 6.15 for the movie tonight? Hi, Michelle. Yes, I will be there in about 45 minutes. I'm just heating up some lady bits for your father. 
wow, I definitely meant leftovers. <laughs> I hate this phone sometimes. <laughs> hey, mom, I was wondering if I could borrow, <laughs> borrow grandma's old vagina. I'm having a dinner party. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Excuse me, grandma's what? Oh, my God, I meant China. Uh, <laughs> tell me how you met him. Well, we met at a party in December. We were a bit tipsy and he kissed me under some camel toe. <laughs> well, I guess you would need to be a bit tipsy to kiss under a camel toe. <laughs> mistletoe, mistletoe. I kissed under the freaking mistletoe. <laughs> Thank you again for an amazing first date. Anytime. When's the second date? I can't wait to see those big, beautiful nipples of yours. <laughs> no, I'm so sorry. I meant dimples. My phone changed it. I did not mean to write nipples. I'm going to jump off a bridge now. Oh, my God. Anywho. All right. You know what? This was very silly. And I dare say that reading a bunch of shit that other people wrote on Reddit uh, and texted is just phoning it in. But I needed to laugh. So yeah, well, I feel better. Thank you. I'll never not laugh at the image <laughs> of someone taking a stapler. Smashing. <laughs> and smashing a candy cane instead of breaking someone's hundred dollar bill. <laughs> It's amazing. All right. Well, I suppose we can call it. (laughs) I hope, folks, that you laughed as much as we did. (laughs) That ridiculous (laughs) bullshit. And um, we'd love to hear about your Freudian slips. What's the funniest weird thing you've ever said that you didn't mean to say? Or what has embarrassed you? What's gotten you in trouble? I want to hear about it. (laughs) You can email us at cheers at ProseccoTheory.com. You can find us on Instagram at ProseccoTheory. We're online at ProseccoTheory.com. And we have merch at TeePublic. And we're on Patreon. And you know where to find us wherever you listen to podcasts. You can rate and review and subscribe and follow and give us all the stars and tell all your friends. (laughs) We thank you for all of the above. You know, I feel like we've had some Freudian slips that we've probably edited out. A hundred thousand of them. Yeah, I really do wish that we still had, like, I would never be able to go back now through all of the old raw, I was going to say footage, but audio (laughs) and find all of the shit that we've said that we've cut that is hilarious because (laughs) it would be really fun to have that blooper reel. We should have been doing that from the beginning. And then we've talked about this so many times and still haven't done it. So yeah, well, whatever. It's a lot of work when somebody else is doing the editing someday, we can ask them to keep all that shit. Indeed. Thank you for help cheering me up, Megan. (laughs) You're welcome. Cheers, my friend. Cheers.